0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Thrift Savings Plan is forced to take a pretty drastic measure due to congressional inaction. Health and Human Services will head back to the bargaining table for union negotiations. And the Army is getting into the international vaccine distribution game. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Treasury Department is temporarily suspending investments in the Thrift Savings Plan's G Fund to prevent the government from defaulting on debt. We get more on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Congress hasn't raised the debt limit or passed a suspension of the current one by the recent deadline, so the Treasury Department is reviving emergency measures that it last took in 2018. Federal employees' TSP accounts aren't affected, and TSP participants who are invested in the G-Fund won't lose anything during this time. The TSP says G-Fund account balances will stay the same as if they were invested in Treasury securities as normal. Nicola Federal News Network. The Justice Department has major deficiencies in how it manages its human resources efforts. That's according to a report from the Office of Inspector General. The IG found that the Justice Department Management Division has not followed Office of Personnel Management policies for its direct hiring authority, internship programs, and veteran hiring. The report also noted that DOJ has not reviewed its HR guidelines on a timely basis, leading to policies that contradict or supersede each other. The IG-recommended DOJ put its HR policies in a centralized online location, something that the department currently lacks. The Department of Health and Human Services agrees to reset labor relations with the National Treasury Employees Union. HHS says it will recognize the 2010 contract it signed with NTEU until the two parties can negotiate a new agreement. HHS is the latest agency to restore collective bargaining under President Biden's executive order. But things aren't so smooth at all agencies. The American Federation of Government Employees has 14 outstanding unfair labor practice complaints with the Education Department. The Federal Labor Relations Authority ordered the two parties to a hearing in the fall if they can't settle their legal challenges by then. The Postal Service sees an uptick in employees in quarantine. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. USPS is setting its own rules on masks and vaccines apart from the rest of the federal workforce. But data from the American Postal Workers Union shows a nearly 30% increase in employees who have had to quarantine over the past month. APWU says USPS unilaterally lifted its mask mandate for fully vaccinated employees last month, without input from the union. An administration official says USPS workers aren't required to get vaccinated, but are strongly encouraged to do so. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Army awarded Pfizer a $3.5 billion contract this week to produce half a billion COVID-19 vaccines to send abroad as international donations. The massive contract was awarded from the Army's fiscal year 2021 research and development budget. The Biden administration says it will start shipping the Pfizer vaccines to 100 low-income countries later this month. The U.S. has already sent more than 110 million doses to more than 60 countries, according to the White House. The Defense Department is trying to bring more attention to its civilian employees. Federal News Network's Scott Macioni reports. Airmen sometimes look at their phones or zone out during training. That's not ideal for retaining information, especially when it comes to information about sexual assault and harassment prevention and response. The Air Force is piloting a program that uses virtual reality where airmen talk to actors in a virtual setting. Carmen Schott, a program manager at Air Mobility Command, says the experience really takes airmen in. Very realistic. If you look around, you can see everything behind you on the floor. It's just very real. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Pentagon has shed a little more light on who's running its top acquisition office. DOD says Paul Kramer is now performing the duties of Deputy Undersecretary of Defense for Acquisition and Sustainment. Kramer moves into that slot from another temporary position. He had been performing the duties of the Assistant Secretary of Defense for Sustainment. DOD previously announced Gregory Cosner as performing the duties of the Undersecretary position. As of now, all five Senate-confirmed positions in the Acquisition and Sustainment Office are filled by acting career officials. A grassroots effort of airmen ended up in substantial change with an Air Combat Command. Women civilians will now be compensated for taking breastfeeding breaks, and airmen may now store Bluetooth-enabled breast pumps in secure facilities. The idea came from a female airman, who submitted an administrative package to the command. The Air Force says the policy will reduce the likelihood of losing qualified airmen. A new division in the Air Force will focus on modernizing its nuclear infrastructure. The Air Force Civil Engineer Center is introducing the Nuclear Enterprise Division to lead large-scale renovation efforts for the service's intercontinental ballistic missile and bomber systems. The division will coordinate with the Air Force Global Strike Command and Air Force Installation and Mission Support Center to design new launch facilities, control centers, and weapon generation facilities. The Installation and Mission Support Center is managing over $12 billion in investments to advance these projects. Meanwhile, the Coast Guard is previewing some new actions to improve the cybersecurity of U.S. ports, shipyards, and other maritime infrastructure. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has those details. For the first time since 2015, the Coast Guard released an update to its cyber strategy. The new strategic outlook includes a major focus on securing marine transportation infrastructure which the Coast Guard says is susceptible to the effects of a cyber attack. The service will refine cyber incident reporting requirements, develop more cyber expertise among its ranks, and field cyber protection teams that are interoperable with the Defense Department's joint force. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The race to accelerate the dreaded authority to operate process for federal systems is in full swing. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services has five projects looking at this complex and time-consuming process One of those is focused on creating a reusable library of components, each focused on a specific security control. The FedRAMP program is developing software to make transferring data happen more seamlessly. FedRAMP also will release new details for how vendors and agencies can create automated validations for cloud services. The Authority to Operate, or ATO, ensures systems are secure, but also can add significant time to launching new capabilities. Another week, another change for NITAC's $50 billion IT services and software procurement. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller. Amendment 9 of the CIO SP4 procurement makes three major changes for contractors bidding on this troubled multiple-word contract. First, bids are now due August 20th, an extension of two weeks. Second, Nitech tried to clarify the subcontracting rules. Now, small business primes must more specifically say what services they will provide versus just saying they'll do 51% of the work. Finally, NITAC updated the self-scoring sheet to clarify that vendors should only count points based on obligated dollars and not total value awarded for previous contracts. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. And the IRS is showing progress from its ongoing six-year IT modernization effort. Deputy Chief Information Officer for IT Operations Kashit Pandia is accelerating a push to digital services and wean itself off paper. Vendia says the IRS now runs a bot to ensure vendors are compliant with their taxes before awarding contracts. He says work used to take an employee three days, but only takes the bot five minutes. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. holiday whether you're making a baker's simple truth turkey for 40 or a murray's baked brie for two bakers has fast fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last bakers fresh for everyone free pickup on orders of 35 dollars or more restrictions may apply get more ways to save at the buy five or more save one each sale just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card bakers fresh for everyone